Hello, welcome to Three Drinks In. We're going to be talking about really normal subjects but go a little deeper than their surface level. Think about the conversations you had with your closest friends but you're three drinks in. <laughs> Alright, so we are drinking some red wine. Tesco's finest. Tesco's finest. Shout out. Choice. Shout out to Tesco's. Um, yeah, it's not, it's Pinot Noir, you know. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. Tesco's, thank you. All right. Well, hi, Alice. How are you? Hi, Serena. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Good. So we've, we've decided a bit of like a format of how we want to do this. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to do it by category. Um, and each category will have like an episode that dives a little deeper into like a subject. So today we're starting with friendships. Yay, fun. You know, it's like the start of why we're doing this as well. Mm -hmm. um, friendships. And we wanted to talk about hard topics yeah. in friendships. So it's going to be a fun one, difficult one. And um, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Cool. Yeah, I think we've we've identified a couple of scenarios where it can be, at least we've experienced um, some difficulties opening up to specific topics with friends. Um, so I think some of them can just be general taboos mm. where, you know, some people don't feel comfortable discussing specific situations. Yeah. Um, stuff like, I don't know, some people don't like to talk about their sex life. Some people are quite private, will not talk about specific topics. Um, that kind of stuff. Are there any, any like specific taboos that you can think of? I mean, I, you were here last, last time, um, but we were talking about, about this with my mom and we were like, yeah, our podcast is going to be a bit about like difficult subjects and, um, and taboo stuff. And, and she was like, but you guys are like 25, 26, like what's taboo when you're that age? And I was like, well, actually, there are still like we're very open as a as a generation about a lot of stuff, but there are specific topics where it's a little bit more difficult still. And mm -hmm. I would have thought that actually, if there's any kind of age where you don't have taboos anymore, it's when you're older. I don't know because you have like more experience and yeah, I guess you have to subscribe more to like a, a civilized. Like, you can't maybe open up or it, you might feel a bit more judged if you so seem, sad. like, too free. It is quite sad, but at least that's what I'm trying to piece together why there yeah. might be more taboos or why, you know, maybe, like, everyone has this image of you in, like, a strong family life and, like, mm -hmm. a, you know, an like a amazing career, so you can't be like, oh, I, ha I actually had an orgy this weekend and it was... <laughs> It might kind of like a break, a break the myth, but I can, I can also. <laughs> I don't know if that's what my mom does on her weekend. No, <laughs> but like I don't know, like imagine like a CEO and like he's just yeah. like he's not gonna be like in a random conversation like this. Fair is, enough. You know, this is like my kink and this is what I do. Yeah. Um, but still, that... like even if you're our age, like would you feel comfortable saying, "Oh, hey, I've been 
you know, thing. to an orgy last weekend, and that was fun. I'm like, I'm a fairly, like, I share, I'm very happy sharing a lot of, like, useless <laughs> information with my friends. So I think it would be okay. I think it also depends on the type of friend. I think, yeah. like, for example, like, you're super open-minded, like, I tell you pretty much anything. Um, I think if it was, like, slightly more conservative friends, or even people that I don't know as well, and like I don't colleagues. know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, colleagues, like, anything that touches the work sphere, like, even, like, dating, and unless it's, like, close colleagues but like mm-hmm. general colleagues there's like topics where you don't really mix you have like a strong boundary. yeah it's like you know this mm-hmm. is like my corporate image and you know we're not gonna go too far Fair into enough. that yeah um and then some friends where it's like you know you have some relationships where you know the person you get along well you see them now and then but you don't know them that well yet so you're not necessarily going to risk throwing like something that is maybe a little bit too out there straight mm. away um so i would maybe keep it a bit more quiet not that i go to orgies every weekend <laughs> just, you do you. just to make that clear um it's funny i'm i think i'm the opposite mm-hmm. so i have a tendency of like oversharing with people that i don't necessarily know that much and i think it's just to create that sense of like normalcy security like openness mm-hmm. um and it comes quite naturally i don't like overthink like oh i'm gonna share every little private detail of my life so it's coming friends you know like that's not at all the the perspective here but um and then if i'm disappointed or if i get kind of like oh well i confided in this person and actually i shouldn't have like i draw back instantly mm it's um it's like you know when i don't know if you maybe i'm a psycho but i used to do this when i was a kid of like when you have a snail and mm-hmm. you like touch their eye like it yeah 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 and it goes back down yeah, yeah. yeah um so that's kind of me like in terms of openness of different that's so interesting topics. yeah yeah, yeah it's like know. completely different approaches to life it's like one goes like head fast and the other one is like yeah <laughs> but it doesn't change like whenever i like if I over, because I do overshare, mm-hmm. I think, um, if I if I share a lot, then I'm not ever gonna share less. Like it's just gonna be a normal thing yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know we we don't have taboos. But I mean, I don't think I do with you. I think we talk about everything and anything. Um, but there are different like there are also people that put up boundaries mm-hmm. that I respect. Like I know that there are some friends who don't like to talk about sex so much mm-hmm. and it's like okay fair enough like i'm not gonna push you into a subject that you're not necessarily comfortable yeah with. You, you don't want to make anyone like uncomfortable and i yeah. also think there's different reasons for boundaries i think some people are just like they've decided that this is not a topic they want to share with the world and that's like completely fair yeah. enough um and then i know that i i wouldn't call it a taboo but i know that whilst i'm like very open about all topics even with you if i'm like a little bit ashamed or something mm-hmm. or if i don't feel very good about something um where i feel like it puts me as like in a vulnerable position i might not share it yeah um like for example i always hear everyone talk about like their very positive sex experiences like everyone is having like a lot of sex and it's always like amazing mm. i very very rarely hear people be like oh i actually had like a shit sex experience <laughs> like it didn't work out and it was yeah. uncomfortable so that type of stuff like i might share it after a while but it's not going to be like the most like open yeah. like this is what happened like yeah, yeah, this was but yeah i mean it's it's funny because i think the bad experiences that we have today are more on the other people than Mm. yourself like do you do you have this kind of sense of 
oh, I didn't do a great job. Well, sometimes no, I wonder. But yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wonder. I'm like, you, you can't really know if yeah. it's like you or the other person. And I feel like a lot of times it's not really like the technique. It's like the the emotional stuff that's going yeah. on there. I, it's like I, the chemistry. Yeah, because I don't mm. like. I don't think anyone can really be. I mean, yeah, you can be bad at sex, but it's like yeah. I feel like if there's a good connection it should kind of work out naturally yeah i mean just talking about taboo subjects between between friends like i remember once we i think we were all at the pub and the level of discrepancy between what guys share between mm. themselves and what girls share between themselves and again generalization like this is just what we're seeing from from our circle but it was just like they did not talk to each other mm-hmm. and they've known each other for 10 years and even like saying oh yeah i'm the only thing that they talk about is like oh i'm having a tough time at work like i think that's the level of intimacy that they are comfortable sharing and going a step further is like very very difficult whereas we're i think we're more comfortable like being mm-hmm. vulnerable w- when we're in a circle of just girls um and like with my guy friends, like I really have to like dig to get, <laughs> to get information. information. But once once like that's kind of open, then it's like it flows. Yeah. Because they don't have those relationships with other people. And I mean, I like a friend of ours, um, who who you're very close with as well, like he is just learning how different a, like relationship he has with uh, women or it's a relationship he has with men um and he's like fully embracing that journey and he mm-hmm. loves it um and he's like learning to to enjoy gossiping as well he's like oh my god I know, like, that's I amazing. That. <laughs> not in a mean way or anything but um yeah what's the last time that you heard like a topic where you're like oh that's a bit it's a bit risky. Mm, 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 mm. I feel like I had one recently and I can't remember what it was, but I remember being like, oh, interesting. Let me let me start then. Um, I remember when a friend of ours was talking about the cadence of her sex life. Oh yeah, that shocked you. I remember that. <laughs> and you know, there's absolutely no judgment, but it was just so far off from like my experience. Mm-hmm that i just had like so many questions and like the frequency isn't something that we very openly talk about so i would consider that a bit of like a taboo subject yeah i think this one it's not really a taboo it's just something that's difficult to approach because it is very different for every single couple but it's um something that puts a lot of stress on couples because a lot of people um tend to judge their relationship Mm -hmm. on sex whether it's right or wrong wrong thing but if you see like some very active couples and you don't feel like you're active you might be very happy with the frequency or you may be unhappy but either way if you're if you're feeling unhappy about it it's going to stress you out a lot you're going to like overthink and be like you know what's going on with my relationship should we be more active you're only going to see that yeah you're going to like think about it a lot and maybe unless you're like very very secure maybe even if you're happy with it you might be like oh like is this actually the the right way to go Mm. um so i think i don't know if taboo is like 100 percent the right word but if it is taboo i think it might just be because you're getting kind of feelings involved and everyone kind of comparing where their own relationship stands which creates a bit of of like friction and you, you might kind of shut down 
but there is a bit of like a shame element as well to taboo like i know that people don't really talk about having dry spells un until they're done mm. you know what i mean yeah. like they don't really talk about the any difficult stuff that they would go through like i don't know things are not going well at work things are not going well like with their families things are not going well with um their sex life like whatever it may be like i find that people have a tendency of not saying anything until it's done yeah yeah well there's that kind of comes back to what i said right it's yeah. like if you feel like you're going to be um judged for mm -hmm. yourself or you know something is kind of going wrong and you feel like maybe the topic is attached to how you value yourself yeah um you don't necessarily feel comfortable putting it out there so you do tend to shut down and i think a lot of people kind of shut down and like you don't see them for like a couple of weeks like they go a bit quiet and they're just like sorting out hey, I'm back. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> i sorted out my life but it does make it difficult when you see all your friends you only most of the time you hear like success success stories of like everyone's doing great in their mm -hmm. career everyone has like this amazing amazing thing not all the time with again mostly with girls like relationship issues you will hear but it'll probably won't be sex i'll be like you know my boyfriend is annoying me because of x and even then i feel like as we've grown up we don't discuss it like if someone does something really bad we'll know but i think we're a bit more reserved about like airing so like dirty laundry like we, yeah, we don't yeah. we don't really like you know we're not gonna when you're in your safe circle and safe space with mm. like your closest friends i feel like i mean it depends right because when we were having dinner last time like we were all kind of not bitching but we were talking about our boyfriends and we were kind of like having a a fest around everything that they do mm. wrong but like little things like yeah oh he didn't fold the laundry <laughs> when i come home and it's like sorry personal experience um <laughs> but you know we were kind of like discussing the little things in life and you know we we saw that there was one person who was like really uncomfortable discussing anything remotely yeah negative um and again i i don't know if that's like taboo or if that's boundaries I think that's just a boundary. I mean, that specific example is a bit of a mystery. There's like yeah. very, very strong boundaries on not discussing much negativity around negativity. Anyone. Yeah, or just like personal information yeah. in general. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which brings us to another topic, which is not really taboo, but it's just approaching some conversa conversations with some of your friends. Yeah. Um, that can be quite tricky so let's say you're worried about a friend's behavior um and it could be like a, a lot of different scenarios it is quite it's, it's quite scary to kind of mm. go up to that person and potentially jeopardize a friendship or just hurt the other person by yeah. you know making them aware of some either something that is going wrong and that you, you know you as a friend are not appreciating not liking and you would like it to stop or if you have a concern for them it's just yeah it's just one of the things where you have to spend a lot of time thinking about it before even approaching the topic and even it's like do you approach it yeah 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 that's you it's like do you kind of like let it yeah kind of fade on its own or maybe it doesn't even fade it's just like you decide to deal with it i have like this really bad tendency of like at work and in my personal life of never given feedback mm -hmm. like it is something that is so difficult for me. Same as you said, like, you know, you're scared of hurting someone and you're, there's kind of this thing in your mind that goes, I can take it on. 
I don't, you know, like, it's not that big I'm of a so deal. I'm so surprised, because, like, I yeah. was scared, I think it was, like, two weeks ago, I was scared that I said something that upset you, and I was, like, over, I, I'm, like, a bit of an overthinking, overthinker, so I was, like, really, like, I was reliving the situation, I was, like, the tone of what I, like, the message that I said, the tone, it was, it was, like, all wrong, so I called you, and I was, you like... Do you explain what you said, because, like... I think it's it's important to kind of relive that situation. Sure. So um, we're discussing uh, like a work opportunity in your organization, yeah. um, and you do product strategy. I'm a product manager, um, and your company is looking for a product manager. But it sounds like, and you know, I don't have much details, but it sounds like it's more of a product owner role, mm-hmm. um, or like more in the execution mm-hmm. stages. So basically, Serena would be working on the strategy, and then you need someone to make that plan happen, to, mm-hmm. to take on the idea and to work with like a, like a design team and an engineering team yeah. and be like you know this is the project there's other goals now let's let's build it so it's more it's almost more like a project management type of thing and again like that's from my role's perspective what other areas of the roles that maybe i don't know about you know yeah so we we don't know but yeah. this is kind of like i had been sitting on it and like thinking about it for a while and we were like at dinner with like five or six friends um and you were talking about that opportunity and um I can't remember what it, what it came to my mind, but I was like, oh, by the way, Serena, like, I, I don't want to do a job where, like, you're doing all the strategy and then just, like, execute on yeah. what you're doing. Um, and, yeah, so I... And I was like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you were like, fair enough. But then, like, the next days, I was like... I was just thinking, like, it's a bit of, like, you know, first of all, it's not, like, a conversation where you're, like, one-on-one and you're just, like, having, like, an honest conversation. It was, like, at dinner in front of other people. I feel like it kind of came out a bit abruptly, mm-hmm. and I was worried it came, it kind of came out bitchy, like, oh, Serena, like, I'm not working for you all. <laughs> just don't work here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I called you and you were like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. Like, if I was annoyed, I would have told you. So I'm quite surprised that yeah. you're saying like, oh, actually, I'm bad at giving feedback. <laughs> so maybe you wouldn't have told no, me. No, no, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I think I said that because I really didn't think twice about mm-hmm. it. And I think it was kind of the thing where like, literally, like you said that. I, I remember exactly the scene and I was like, yeah. To be fair, I wouldn't do that either. So, you know, that I, I thought it was really transparent and very like blunt and honest in, in the best like way possible. Um, but like I remember getting that message and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet that, you know, she, she took the time to think about it, that it was um, like, I, I'm, I'm sorry that it bothered you because it really wasn't like a bother at all. Um, but I didn't think twice about it, and I was like, Alice, babe, it's cool. It is cool. <laughs> I'm happy to know it's cool now. But, um, the but so, yeah. if you have an issue with a friend, mm. you, how would you approach it? I mean, I did have issues. I had an issue with you last year for my birthday. Yeah, 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 um, that's true. And I didn't tell you until, like, I think, like, six months after yeah 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 it, it did take a while yeah so yeah. it was it was my 25th and we were supposed to go out um to this like very cheesy <laughs> yeah uh, so the the place is called the club de fromage uh-huh. uh, so it's like a very cheesy nightclub where it's very fun i love it like they play abba all night mm-hmm. and there's like 90s uh 2000 music playing like it's it, it's a great time when you're with um with close friends and and so the plan was we're doing pre-drinks at mine, then we're going um, to, to this place, and basically that's it. 
and I think so we were like towards the end of the pre-drinks and we needed to leave and I just see this wave of like really close friends being like really shady all of a sudden and I was like what is going on um and a few of you guys were like oh sorry we're tired we can't make it and I was like that is unacceptable I mean in hindsight it is it is unacceptable I mean the thing is I think that if you would have told me earlier and not like at the last mm -hmm. you as in like the group not mm -hmm. you as in personally told me earlier like I could have digested a little bit I guess but it was just being like put like face in front of the fact that I was a bit like taken back but but I, I ultimately it's just because like I cared and I wanted you guys to be mm -hmm. there to, to celebrate and have a good time um and I thought the excuses were bullshit to be honest they, but... they, they were, maybe, <laughs> you know what that was a bit of like a, a like a aha moment for me or like a bit of a wake-up call because I knew we were close but yeah. until we had that discussion I hadn't realized like how much you valued me of course and I'm quite yeah. like I'm quite like a scary person mm -hmm. where like I'm very scared of like getting like I you know I don't really know if like how to phrase it i don't know but i'm i'm a little bit scared of like getting attached to people until i'm like 100 percent sure that like they're like it's fine like we're like Why? great friends i i don't know, like this will be for like another like full-on <laughs> therapy episode um but yeah there was a bit of a moment for me where like once we had that discussion i was like like yeah. that that was so bad like we're like super close friend and like i didn't even realize that it, you know it would really like impact it, i know it didn't like have like a massive impact but that was something night out, that, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah i did really miss you and i and and it it would have been more you would have been there for the hula hoop competition i know it would have been so much fun so you know yeah but <laughs> that, that was that was such a poor decision on your side. no no but it's like I, the intent is not to make you feel bad the intent is just for the sake of saying like it took a lot in me mm. to give feedback and yeah. the way that my brain works is a little bit like either i don't give feedback and i take it in or i let the relationship die down because i'm too pissed off to deal with it yeah and over which time is, it builds up so which is really shitty yeah um so thank god for therapy um <laughs> working on that but it like i have such a hard time of you know for me it's not it's very rarely worth it because things tend to be very high in terms of emotion in, in the first in instances. So I know that it's not a good time to give feedback. And then it feels like very pity, petty to, um, to go back like a month later and say like, you know what, like you didn't come out for my birthday, like I'm pissed off. You know, it, it seems like very childish. And actually like if you don't want to build up for that man, like you do have to have these yeah. conversations and, and sometimes they're trivial like this one or sometimes they're very much deep, like, you know, you said something that made me feel like shit. Um, you broke my trust during doing this and th like, going out with my ex mm -mm. examples you know but you you do need to have those tough conversations and and if it's bothering you like there is you know there is a love there that most of the time needs to be to be cared for and you know we always say like friendships are like any relationships that you have in your life like it is a commitment that you're making mm -hmm. like um, a non-verbal contract kind of thing where you know it's not always going to be one person organizing stuff it's not going to be always one person paying for coffee it's not always like it's not a one-way relationship it's always yeah. going to come from two two sides um and it's the same for for the bad stuff as well like 
you gotta take it upon yourself if you care about the the person to actually say you know care about you and this is why i'm telling you this yeah yeah um, you gotta work on it yeah, yeah this is me making me think that i've got i think it's um it's almost a part of growing up i think it takes like your own kind of work and you know just like trusting yourself yeah and yeah being willing to do that work to maintain relationships and then get the courage but also approach it in like a, a positive way mm-hmm. um i learned something in therapy recently about boundaries i'm quite bad at setting boundaries but i'm working on it um and my therapist was like you know you, you can set up boundaries without being mean like you don't have to disappoint people when you're doing so yeah. but you feel like an asshole though you do but i think it's about learning to do it in a nice way like you should be able to have those conversations but kind of like exactly exactly like you said like don't do it exactly in the moment where it's super Mm. high in emotions and you're gonna get upset just sit a bit on it think about it and then have a very kind of calm relationship about this is what upset me this is why it upset me and you know i care about you as a friend so i would rather address it and then we move on like normally those conversations they last like 10, 15 minutes, and then it's like... And they seem like the huge deal. Yeah. Before you go... You know, I can still picture, like, being in the tube, being like, okay, I have 30 minutes to think about what I'm going to say, how I'm going to frame it, like, is it going to be too tough? Is it going to be too soft? Are they going to get it? Are they going to be sad? And then it takes, like, five minutes. Yeah, and then it's done. And most of the time, the other person reacts, like, fairly well. Yeah. Then, then you're good to go. So, yeah. When's the last time that you gave, like, tough feedback to a friend? It was it was a, a long time ago. You gotta you gotta give some feedback, girl. I gotta get some feedback. <laughs> yeah, there is some feedback to be given. <laughs> feedback incoming, not for you. You got to send feedback. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting what you were saying about like there is a bit of um, a self worth element mm. to it as well, where. Yeah. Because if you don't really value yourself, you're like, you know, like, why are, are those people, like, friends with me? Like, I don't want to piss them off. If I say the wrong thing, maybe, like, they won't love me as much anymore. Yeah. Maybe they love me because I am that way. And therefore, like, I, I don't want to, you know, diminish the, re- the relationship. I had a bit of a hard time... Um, when I left high school so in high school I was very very shy and I was a bit of a pushover and I was like super nice um and I like I had very low self-confidence so I wanted people to love me as Mm -hmm. much as possible and I really wanted to feel like I belonged um and then when I went I can't remember if it was like when I went to university when I started a job I started to build a bit more of self-confidence and I had like a little bit less time for people or I was making less of an effort and I actually got into quite a lot of fights with some friends that I had at the time yes I remember that yeah Mm. because they were like you know you're not like spending all your time with us you're being like you're being quite rude like you're being bitchy and I was like N- no, like <laughs> that was a little no. It's <laughs> like people, like I have a, I have a life now, and yeah. I'm starting to believe in myself a little bit more. Like I, I'm not capable of giving you as much as I was in the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it is a little bit of like a learning curve. But you know, you you need to be able to establish what works for you, how much you're capable of giving, yeah. how much you can take, and like find find the right balance. 
But there's also, like, it's funny that you're mentioning this because there's also a dynamic that shifts in terms of how much time you can allocate to people. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, you were one of the very first who started working while most people were still at uni. Um, and that must have been, like, tough for people to understand Actually, like, no, I'm not available for a mm. three-hour lunch on a Wednesday. It's going to be a bit complicated for me. <laughs> no, yeah. I cannot go for a pint at 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was like, I was really, really, like, loving my job, and I was mm-hmm. putting in the hours, so I was like, sorry, people. <laughs> we got a life. I mean, not yeah. that those people, like, they also had a life, but it was just, it's just a different, it's a bit of a, of a switch. And I feel like that might, that must happen to a lot of people because there's different length of studies. You know, there's, like, undergrad, then there's people that do masters, and there's, like, PhDs, mm-hmm. um, and everyone is, like, busy in their own way. So there's, like, a couple of years where in a friend's, friend's group, you'll have, like, 50% studying, like, the other half, like, starting to work. Then you start having disparities in, like, salaries. I mean, that might be, like, a whole other... Um, conversation topic but there's just, like as you grow that's up quite taboo as well that is that yeah that is quite taboo just money in general i'm also like fairly like open about that topic but i know that a lot of people i think it's the people who earn like crazy amounts mm. are very discreet about it which you know in all fairness um but you definitely see it when when you go on holidays with friends and there's different budgets yeah and yeah. that can create tension if you don't speak about it and and it's like i i remember i gave feedback to a friend oh um i remember telling a friend like okay you want to do this this and that but you're on holiday in a group with 10 other people two of those don't have the budget for doing Mm -hmm. that so don't be an asshole be inclusive and just make sure to be fair it wasn't feedback that i was giving from my perspective was feedback that I was seeing from a no, general you still, perspective. You still felt confident enough to like stand up for it. I feel really confident standing up for other people and for like telling tough truths. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to me, it's it's tougher to like reveal. Actually, it, you're right. Like it's definitely a vulnerability thing, mm. and it's you know you made me. I I I learned from coaching that the best way to give feedback is to explain to the person how they made you feel Mm -hmm. um because people can't argue with how you feel like it's you know a lot of people are like well that's actually not what i said it's not what happened you know none of that really matters what you have to say is you made me feel underappreciated undervalued uh, like not empowered whatever um because they can't argue with that and they're kind of faced with the reality of their action um now there are different kind of frameworks to to follow which i won't bore (laughs) bore you with but um but that one is one that i try to put into practice when i'm when i'm telling giving feedback to people that's not about me because that's still um you know practice makes perfect kind of thing um but yeah just letting people know hey I think you you might have made someone feel a bit like shit there. Yeah. Like yeah. why don't you check in with them? Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. I think we're quite lucky because this is like it's a very, very compassionate friend group. Mm. Um the majority of people that we hang out with so it does help with having this conversation but i know i know that framework i use that framework as well good, especially right? in like romantic relationships it's like i felt this way really yeah 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 see like romantic relationships i'm terrible 
I'm mm-hmm. like, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be that, like, the last romantic relationship I was in, well, like, serious, was, like, was, like so logical i don't know even know how to describe it but like the arguments were like it was like two product managers like problem solution like mm-hmm. one plus one equals two like this is like this is what happened so i always try to frame it as like this is yeah how i felt but then it, it got into the logic very quickly so i think you also do need to switch your approach based on the person you're interacting to and it's like more or less scary oh. depending oh, yeah. on how someone reacts to feedback as well sorry if you heard that. That's my dog, who's a, who's a guest on this podcast this evening. So, yeah, if we don't hear it, I'll cut it out. <laughs> Little intermission. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, give feedback, people. Yeah, give, give feedback and work on relationships. I, mean, I don't know who we are to give advice for you, but I feel like that's a good piece, that's a good piece of advice. You can't it's really good, go wrong yeah. with that one. Like, it's better to fix an issue rather than, like, let resentment build up. But it's also, like, I don't, I don't think we're positioning ourselves as, like, listen to us and apply all of our, our, all of our advice, blah, blah, blah. It's more like what we do in these mm, situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if people can take learning from that, so, great. Yeah. If they think it's absolute bonkers, what we're saying, like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Don't apply it if you we think do. <laughs> um, I think those were like the two kind of key things yeah. with the taboos. Yeah. I don't know if you can think of, like, other other situations. In friendships, I think, like, yeah, it might be another episode, but it's also, like, can you tell a friend that you don't like their partner? <laughs> That's a dangerous one. You know what my, uh, this is a little bit of a pivot, but you know what my, like, biggest fear is? Is, like, seeing the boyfriend of one of my friends cheat on them. That would be my worst <gasps> nightmare. Would you but, say anything? Well, that's the thing. It's like, ha- you have to say something. You I have to, something. like, there's no way you can't say anything. Why but, protect him? Yeah, but the, so the thing is, is like, it's not about protecting that person. It's about being the bearer of that. Just to clarify, I would tell the friend, like, I'm a hundred percent telling that friend, but I would just be like walking there, like, I'm about to tell this person, like, such bad news. And like the whole, like- Imagine they don't believe you. Exactly. Well, I'm kind of hoping now that we're a bit older, because I felt like when we're at like school, if you were a friend saying that, like the, uh, you know, like the girl could get pissed off and like not really believe you. I don't know. Now that we're a bit older, I feel like you would be believed. I just feel like it's it's just like one of those like not fun situations. But anyway, yeah. sorry, that was like, such no, a bad no, thing. I have a rule about that I try to apply um, about telling people this. It's like if it's been over a year you lost your shot it's like you can only tell someone Mm. well you can't tell them like i don't like them like that's just not nice (laughs) so with with the partner if you don't like someone else's partner if you don't like your friend's partner like i feel like you have to say this at the very beginning of their relationship. Mm, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And if you, and you can, and it's not saying I don't like them, it's about voicing your concerns, like, oh, are they, there's like, there's questions that work every time and they might not answer right away, but they'll think about it for sure. It's like, are they making you laugh? Like that question, mm-hmm. it works every time. Like, if you ask that question and someone's like, yeah, yeah, of course they make me laugh. Like, mm. why would I be with them? And then two months later, they're like, actually, I'm not laughing very much with my partner. So, you know, I'm going to be single for a while. Like, I feel like, I mean, that's also my 
kind of yeah like rolling. water actually like like for me like you know big like laughter is also like quite a big, big part thing. of a relationship yeah. i don't know if it's applicable to every type of relationship though to be with someone that it's a big thing like i like i hear a lot of people saying saying like i want to be with someone that makes you makes me laugh mm-hmm. but i don't know if everyone is kind of looking for that like fun so there are a few questions there's does he make you laugh does he make you feel confident mm-hmm. and beautiful and attractive and you're like your best self and i think there's also like does he bring out the best in you mm-hmm. like do you feel like he's a partner i say he but it could, could be she? she um it could be they yeah. them and like anyone um but it's very much like, do they make you feel secure? Do they make you feel like yourself? Do they make you feel confident? And if and if you ask those questions and they say, yes, 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 sure. If something's not quite right, it will resonate. Mm. That's so smart. I love that. I don't know if it's smart, but that's what I use. <laughs> no, that's great. It's like a little bit of like a check-in, especially like early days where it's like, because I feel like if... No, actually, you might not have met the, the like the new person. I was gonna say like if you like as friends, if you meet yeah, if you meet someone else's new partner, it's like mm. the part of the relationship where it's like it's getting a little bit serious, but mm. they might not yet be in the relationship yet. It's like a little bit of a. I feel like when slash if I get a new person in my life, yeah. I will try and get them to meet friends before. They start like properly being in a relationship. That's a good move. Like even then, like seeing... you see how they interact. Exactly. Yeah, and you you see like how your friends kind of like feel about them and how, like I don't really want to be with someone that doesn't get along with my friends. It's quite like a key part. It's 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 great, but it's not the most important. You know, if it's like the love of my life and it's like if you have a fight with like a couple of my friends, it's like fine. But I I'm not go. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Like, let's not bring out the knives just yet. <laughs> but like, but it's, I don't know. Ideally, it would be like you know, be able to spend like holidays or like you know, go to like just makes everything a little bit easier. And also, if there's like massive red flags, then my friends will be like, oh, like maybe I would tell you. yeah, maybe look a little bit deeper into that. I I that's tough though. I think you have to question. You have to say like, oh yeah, have you noticed? Have you noticed that? Like, is this, um, I, I know that, like, my boyfriend at the very start of our relationship was very much in, like, an introvert phase, and I have a few people who were like, oh, does he usually not talk to people? And I was like, no, no, he's just... Oh, I feel for him so badly, but... Poor introverts. Poor introverts. Like, I... Yeah, I, it, it's fine, you know, um, yeah. because now they've gotten to know him and it's mm. like, it, it's much more of a, I feel like that makes the relationship with friends so that much more special. Yeah. yeah because yeah. you broke through that kind of first mm-hmm. kind of question mark and then you're like, oh, actually, you're a really great guy. I mean, I think he is, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I do, feel, I mean, I'm like a little bit, less so now, but I'm a little bit like this. And I was actually scared of him when we, when we. I remember. Because he didn't talk. I think he did. I can't remember if he talked or he didn't talk, but like, there was like, I'm also a little bit of an introvert. So if you put two of them in the same room, it's just like awkward plus, plus awkward equals like for on my side fear. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I can only hang out with extroverts that adopt fine. me. Fine, fine. Uh, but yeah, but I, I feel like my ex's friends must have thought the same thing. It's like, who is this person that just comes in and doesn't really speak with anyone? Yes, but if you say about someone 
that they don't really talk or that they're a bit, you know, secluded or whatever, and you don't make the effort, that makes you a, a Yeah, that's asshole. true. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. weren't assholes. Like, they, they made the effort and everything. But, um, yeah, it's just an interesting person to be to like meet someone's like friends someone's families and just be like hi i'm this little awkward person i'm so i swear i'm lovely once you get to know me my sister so when she met my boyfriend first thing that she said to him was who do you think is the most beautiful woman in the world like <laughs> point blank <laughs> i would have froze i would have been like if i were him i would have been like okay, and like out of here imagine wait how she's 15 now so she was 11. Like, imagine just an 11-year-old girl coming up to you, like, super confident, and be like, so, I need to ask you a question. <laughs> like, very, like, so much attitude. Yeah. Um, and he responded really well. He said, like, oh, to me, it's Emma Watson. And he was like, she was like, you passed the test, because if you said Serena, I knew that it was bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God, the stress. I, I could not so cope. Much. So, yeah. All right. I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs>